0: No, I'm going to do it all from memory this time.
1: <laughs> okay, I hit record. I was like, the light's not on. That's kind of weird. I
0: finished side A. <laughs> and as soon as I finish it, Aaron goes, we're not recording.
1: <laughs> I just I, decided to look down. I just God was dear. interested. I, I don't know. That's. I just thought you hit record. My, I thought I hit record too. <laughs> That's my talking time. All right, well, this is take two fuck of, <laughs> god damn it of lame which i think is a first for us it is we've never fucked up this hard before i'll say that well we're in an interesting interesting situation here You'll forgive us for the for, um,
0: for not yeah i don't know you want to you well, want to
1: take to describing at this time yeah so uh you're listening to the lancaster amanita marxist experience and of course why are we in lancaster well we are and we're it's sitting fun. we're it's sitting on the edge of lake harrington uh and on, we're a cliff on a cliffside and we are recording this episode in uh, on a beautiful sunny day on the 20th of March 2021 um the sun is shining not a cloud in sight and we're here on the lakefront mysterious um, government helicopters
0: circle overhead
1: there's some there's some helicopters Fisherman we're right, right nice to right next to a no wake zone us. so yeah. people kind of speed by us but on, on their boats but not very frequently enough people to disturb the podcast yeah. but we're just a bunch of communists we're trying to make a podcast today about Lexington. How about we say our names? I'm Aaron and I'm January. How about we say the date? It's 20th of March 2022. Great. Um, this
0: is a news podcast. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to go and read this whole thing again. Um, man and it was good. I think I was I don't know.
1: I thought it was pretty good. This
0: is kind of a lot. We're, we're, this is a little bit of a live show. We have yeah. one person Um. It, don't don't get don't get his audience. he's not a member he's an audience oh. member, uh, <laughs> so so this is uh, someone out there is getting the uh got the most ever possible exclusive lame experience, <laughs> he got a whole special side A all to himself, um, oh and here comes here a, comes two here boaters comes two boats
1: so this is what you're gonna hear throughout the yeah, episode. I'm gonna is. turn the mics on them. occasionally. I'm turning the mic on occasionally. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, you can hear the The boaters come past us, and we might break from the podcast to kind of say hi or let them let them pass. So here's one now.
0: And they stop, as but they're about
1: to. So yeah, we we read we read the newspaper um, and other things. Um, All right, let's
0: just get into it. Okay, so the masks, yeah, the masks are gone. If you're at SCPs, it's gone. Um, it just entirely. Uh, gone to gone entirely, um, it, it, smashed. Uh, and they just—I mean, the UK announced that it was loosening some of its mask stuff, and uh, FCPS was like, "Let me, let me do you one better." Um, so
1: UK's policy, I think, is interesting.
0: UK's policy is insane. ECAP sent in a big email, and he's making masks. You can, you don't, you only have to wear masks at quote-unquote mandatory events and in your classroom. And, in, and in the common
1: area. Well, oh, no, never mind.
0: Common areas. If you want to be in the hallway, no mask. Student center, no mask. Voluntary events, no mask.
1: So if you want to be at an event,
0: library, no mask.
1: If you're if you're there on your own volition, you don't get COVID. But if you're if you're there because you have to be, that's COVID spread. So COVID knows. And yeah. I guess Eli Capilouto knows, because yeah. he's the president. Obviously, you don't University. have
0: to, to wear the mask when you're eating. COVID can never
1: get to you there. It's um, just intent on being at an event, and that's what gets you COVID. So you just have to not want to be anywhere, and you won't get COVID.
0: So there's, a, there's, like, basically two quotes that I want to say um, that uh, that I basically saw coming from a mile away. Um, the first one, uh, it's, it's this paragraph here, and it's fucked up. It starts, with, we are pleased to make this move at this time. Fuck you. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, I've given up on um, the hope of defeating the virus um, uh, two years ago. Uh, So, um, he says, we are making a new phase in the battle against this virus. Something serious that is part of our lives. Oh, sorry, I skipped the important part. Moving from a pandemic to an illness that is endemic. Um, uh, So... Getting a lot of hair on my face, guys. Sorry.
1: It's, a, it's the paper and hair episode of Lame. It's the
0: paper. A lot of uh, uh, stuff going on. Um, the Fire Union uh, got there. Uh, that's the wrap on COVID, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do another. We'll, we'll talk about COVID again. I got some COVID stuff again. to say about COVID on my side. Great. Well, folks, that's not the last word on COVID from this podcast, but uh, hopefully we're in the sunset years of uh, opening the episode up with COVID.
1: We're the sunset years of the Omicron variant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one ever talks about the variants anymore. I mean, aviators were all the rage in the winter. Anyway, oh, no. um, uh, the fire union got their contract, um, and uh, Lexington uh, didn't have any troubles getting it with them. Um, so I guess good for them. Uh, it's, include, it's including uh, a bunch of pay raises, and interestingly enough, they're so they're putting you know they're following the FIP. They're putting a representative, a union representative, on their disciplinary proceedings, but they have also asked themselves to put a citizen on the uh thing oh wow what's that a A great blue heron a great blue heron just flew by what does it mean um
1: it means this is this was the one we're recording it
0: means it's a sign that we're recording (laughs) god guys i mean i didn't i talked for 30 minutes terrible it's terrible stuff um the quality of this episode i mean it's just falling through the roof um god jesus um (laughs) so uh (laughs) This is a good PR move for the firefighter union, right? As opposed to the cop union, which um, viciously fought any version of reform that ever came to it, right? Because, um, you know, all cops. God, do we even need, do I even need to say the line? Say uh, it. We, <laughs> <laughs> they're <laughs> bastards. Um, uh, wage theft lawsuit is going on. Um, this, of course, you wouldn't be able to read this normally in the Herald Leader. Uh, because this is a it's paywalled behind the let's go exclamation point eat um
1: uh i have you know i've had some interesting articles from them from from that section of the herald leader a lot of like weird bourbon restaurant recommendations and is that where they had the donut days <laughs> where that guy got married no that was a free article oh, that was a free article. everyone, everyone needs to awesome. hear about
0: that one D- it, it, who, no one really needs to hear about this wage theft lawsuit. Um, tony steaks and seafood Um, They are, of course, in violation of the Kentucky Wages and Hours Act, um, which uh, basically says that you can pay your your employees less than minimum wage if they get tips, right? But, of course, uh, they have one of the most fucked up things in the restaurant business, which is a uh, managed tip pool. Um, which the managers also get a cut out of and are denying him overtime pay, which also comes out of the tips and stuff like this. So a dude has some serious wage theft uh, done to him and many other people, and he's trying to get it back together and form a little class action lawsuit against these people.
1: There is power in numbers.
0: Folks, you got to join that one big union. Um, Oh, great, Town Branch. Well, we don't know any more since last we talked about it not recording it. Um, I forgot to put the article in my uh, paper. Um but they're moving the entrance from Main Street to High Street from north to south um to which I have to say one wait you mean there's just one entrance to this park that's fucking stupid um and two why uh, uh three and apparently it's going to cost them like an extra 10 million dollars
1: Wait to move the entrance? Yes. You know they're 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 building this park a lot sooner than they had planned to that's funny and that's because of that's actually because of covid because the because rep arena got done sooner than they expected because yes. there were no events mm-hmm. so they could, re, they could renovate it faster
0: yeah and yet um we're still behind on our fucking epa consent decree which i thought we were let me say this last year linda Gordon was like we're six years ahead on our epa consent decree and now this year she's like we're not gonna finish this this until like well after
1: 2026
0: wow and uh what's well, sad I know. anyway um that was I mean we're speed running this folks you should have seen how long it took last time when to get through this we're well
1: on- you don't got to speed run it you know the listeners the listeners still are I know they well, don't know it's they have not uh, I've
0: uh, now that I've read now that I've become very intimate with the articles I can <laughs> give them just the I can give them just the important facts I don't have to even bother reading the articles or live on air because um, they can do that themselves folks we're gonna talk about this one for a while though I my mean, allergies are acting up here too. This is terrible. Mine
1: mine are too, but let me say I took a little nasal spray before coming here. Wow. I'm doing fine. However, I forgot to take my eye drops, so my eyes are a little bit puffy right now. Wow. Well, sad. Yeah. Poor one out for Ern <laughs> It's eyes. Um So
0: we are of course talking today about the automotive police state, right? This um, is the big one. We talked about this a little bit at the State of the City recap episode. Um, which, of course, you can go back and listen to for more of this stuff. Um, The city of Lexington is partnered with uh, this group called Flock Safety in the National Police Foundation um, for a one-year pilot study involving, quote-unquote, 25 fixed cameras that automatically read license plates in areas experiencing high crime, right? Um, Real heads don't need to listen to the rest of this thing. Um, uh, you guys know exactly what's so fucked up about all this stuff, but uh keep listening on for everyone else. Um, we're going to be giving some critical information about these cameras, right? Uh, they're being installed sometime in April and it is, un- it is it, they are, they are hiding um, the they're not telling us where they're installing them, uh, which is goofy, right? Uh, so these are not red light cameras. They're, um, how do I say this? Uh, they just monitor. Constantly. They take, uh, the cameras will take six or seven images of every vehicle that goes by. The license plate will automatically be checked if it's on various lists, including amber alerts for kidnapped children, stolen vehicles, or vehicles associated with violent offenses. There's no law saying what automatic license plate readers have to, to my understanding, what they have to say or not. So there is not you could easily increase the um amount what what you're checking for right um uh sometimes the uh, blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, the cameras and this is some big news they are solar powered and they work on a cellular connection so those are those are the attack vectors for all by uh uh uh, if you were tactical. to do something like this hypothetically, if you hypothetically. were to do something which we cannot of course endorse, but our tactical urbanists uh, urbanists in the artists. Oh, uh, well, Jesus. Our the tactical audience. urbanists urbanists in the audience will know um, uh, are taking notes. Um, data from these cameras are being stored for 30 days unless the images are used as part of an investigation or a court case. What counts as an investigation? How many investigations can be open? We of course do not know any of these things. Um uh, they could be everything could be a fucking investigation at this rate um, uh, of course uh, as Lexington is sharing their crime data with this with these groups as part of the study between 40 and 60 communities are participating in the study the fact that we do not know how many communities are I, I didn't 40 to 60 40 to 60 communities that's not a. That's it's not thousands that's just, like you, just, you should be able to know how many yeah there 40 should be five? like a list is it 59 compendium Yes, just... I mean, it's so insane. Uh, So, um, they will provide the... As part of participating in the study, the National Police Foundation will provide a report to Lexington showing the effect of license plate readers on crime, arrests, and clearances, whatever clearances means, guidance on more effective ways of deploying license plate readers, um, and uh, to determine if it is an investment the city wants to make. Um, I don't know how... uh, uh, I don't know how the National Police Foundation will be deciding that for us, but uh, uh, <laughs> police cannot use the cameras for personal use, Lowe said. If an officer opens a database connected to the cameras, the officers has to say why they are accessing the data. Um, this is, of course, uh, how do I say, um, uh, bullshit, um, because you can access these... Uh, the uh, Cops promising to not... To not use um, data is—I uh I don't know—I mean, it's dumb. If uh, we
1: think you promise, we, we won't use, promise use this data. We
0: won't. There's nothing that says we can't. Um, of course, uh, the department's uh, the public integrity unit or internal affairs will conduct the audits of the use of system. So, great guys. Well, I'm sure we really have this on lockstep. Um, Two years of crime, David, was determined to uh, where was used to determine where the cameras will be placed. Ding, 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 right? Um, so it's obviously going into like minority areas. This was obvious um, from the beginning. Of course, they're not releasing the locations of the cameras. Uh, Chuck Ellinger, a junior, our boy, asked uh, uh, Tuesday why the police were reluctant to share. And, quote, they are visible, Ellinger said people can see them um, Lowe says that the police are worried about vandalism which I think is a huge tell ideologically speaking um, uh, and I guess I I mean I guess it's good that at least that the police know that um uh, that there's that their surveillance state that they're rolling out is hated by everyone um, but uh, you know whatever Uh they use actual violent crime crime that was reported to us, you know. So you can't accuse us of doing um, any uh, any wrongful persecutions of minorities. Um, uh, Lowe said that the Lexington police met with the ACLU, the Lexington NAACP, and the Lexington Human Rights Commission about the camera policy. Just because you meet, what I mean, this is a they I met mean, with them. But that ultimate doesn't... ultimate sin of uh, liberalism: meeting with people. Um, just because you meet with someone, does not mean. Like, you can, like, you know, we in Chicago, we do this, uh, you know, like, like they, with all these, um, equitable, uh, transit oriented development shit, we have to do all this stuff like you can do as many meetings as you want or whatever, but fundamentally, uh, the forces at play are not really morphing to the meetings. They're having the meetings. So you will shut up. Right. Um, but, uh, actually going to a meeting with these guys is, is very ineffective and um, if anything, it can mean, be quite disarming to your own movement, I think, quite frankly.
1: Um, here's, a, here's, my little, here's my little thing about it. Hit it. Um, if you are uh, so inclined, um, if you're interested, they, you know they're they not releasing the locations of these cameras. But wouldn't it be interesting if somebody somewhere sometime decided... Hey, I'm just going to catalog all of these cameras. Yeah. And maybe put it on a website and maybe put it, um, made it easily accessible for people to know where the cameras are. Yeah. The race is on Civic Lex, is all I'm saying. Well, you can maybe find it on lamepod.neocities.org in the next couple of months. Yes. We'll be,
0: folks, we'll be working on it. But of course, um, it's good to have. I'm just saying, uh, uh, ball's in the uh, nonprofit that is designed to make the city data more accessible, or whatever's cool. Yeah, we'll obviously be doing it. We got we believe in doing our own work, or whatever. But you know, um, uh, let me say this: Louisville, you're about to get these cameras. Um, if you're in Owensboro, you already have these cameras. Or in Madisonville, you already have this. And most ominously, some—and this is where we got a real some real boots on the ground search—some Lexington neighborhoods have similar cameras end of article wow so some of them spooky um whatever that means uh so uh folks be on the lookout keep your eyes peeled um the uh the uh the public list of uh, all cameras there yeah we are recording this time thank christ <laughs> uh and um i really hopefully i played you the hits hopefully i didn't waste too much of your time i, I you know it's very rare that you get a practice run on a side <laughs> um, but with
1: this I yield my time alright y'all are listening to the middle of lame the Lancaster and Marxist experience um, we have stickers if you want them you can email us at likeslampot at gmail.com for them they're free we'll ship them to you or mail them I guess um, Yeah, in the, in the US postal service we'll do it don't make us do it, or maybe do make us do it. I don't know. Follow us on Twitter at LeanPod. Um I have a, I have a little. What are you, what are you trying to do? Oh, I see. Give, giving my, members? giving my speech away to someone like yeah. Martin Luther King. Okay, um, here. Okay, so I have, I have heard from various people um, that the the Town Branch Commons, the, the, the trail. Okay. The Town Branch or not the Town Branch Trail, the Town Branch Commons is the park. Yeah. Town Branch Trail, the new trail that they're building right now. A lot of people are really they don't like it. Oh. What's up with it? I don't know. But they're they're sending in a lot of a lot of letters to the mayor <laughs> and a lot of letters to their to their counselors. So I think it's cool i like the town branch trail it's a yeah it's a bike trail what's the i think it's fine what's the complaint um i don't know car people complaining about uh i see i see i guess my
0: complaint would be that it uh it doesn't connect enough things yeah i mean it's very hard to use it to
1: it would kind of be nice if you know you can go from downtown to manchester which is good you can go from downtown downtown to to manchester is
0: huge that whole it's like a whole separated protected bike line. i'm like whoa that's crazy yeah, um, I so that. my complaint Do is that
1: we need more of that. Yeah. Um, but my
0: complaint is that you won't see enough people using it until the entirety of Lexington is networked
1: Yeah, with safe bike paths. Uh, but if, if you like the Town Branch Trail, you can write your counselor or you could write to the mayor and, I don't know, just make them feel good about Guys? the Town Branch Trail. Yeah. Where did you, all right. Okay. Make them, Call know, action just let box. them Let them know what you think about the Town Branch Trail if you like it. Send them a letter. Mm. If of you don't like it, don't send them a letter. Yes, keep it to yourself. <laughs> keep it to yourself. All right, let's go into side B. Great. Welcome back to the Lexington, or not? Like where? where Lancaster. Ah. Uh, I got a little little. Almost uh, got ourselves. Almost got us. Uh, the Lancaster and Marxist experience. This is the side B. This is the part of the show where I do whatever I want to. Usually, it's stuff about the state. Um. And today we're going to be talking about the state. All right. <laughs> the Commonwealth
0: of Kentucky.
1: Yes. Um, and the leader of our great commonwealth, Andy Bashir. <laughs> he is he is no longer doing um what he has become so famous for over these past 2 years and that is the COVID briefings. Yeah. They they ended Rest last they ended last year, but they're really ending this year. This time for real, guys. This time for real, guys. With COVID nineteen cases fading and an increasing number of Kentucky counties Shitty green by the U.S. CDC, um, Andy Bashir is suspending his regular Monday briefings on the pandemic. Um, he will continue weekly Team Kentucky briefings on Thursdays with updates on news from his administration, but they're going to pause for the Monday COVID press updates, and they're going to hope that it becomes permanent. Um, so yeah, no more COVID, no more, uh, no more COVID briefings.
0: No more COVID briefings. The COVID's still here. COVID's don't, still here. Don't worry about it, folks. Um. I, we know
1: you love it. <laughs> and I don't know. There's, uh, there are other things in the article that were like the Republicans early on thought that Bashir was just doing this for press attention. Um. we say this, it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. So, I mean, govern me, daddy Bashir is no longer doing his little COVID briefings. I know. Um, but he is and doing... think, I'm still a homosexual. Exactly. He is doing a lot of vetoing. Um, <laughs> Great job. I mean, you would only hope. Yeah, he's doing a lot of vetoing. Um, we're going to talk about three bills that he vetoed recently. Uh, the one was the one we talked about last time, which was the jobless benefits bill, um, uh, House Bill 4, which would restrict eligibility for unemployment insurance benefits. To like no one. To like basically no one. Um, it was the number of if you're if you're just tuning in for the first time, my God, God, work, <laughs> pick a different episode. <laughs> the number of it's weeks, too late for that. the number of weeks unemployed Kentuckians were eligible for benefits would be reduced from 26 from 12 to 14, and then they would get indexed. They would get their their benefits based on like the unemployment the the unemployment count of Kentucky, which is insane to me. Um, it would also increase work search requirements from one to five per week to remain Jesus eligible for benefits. Um, and his veto statement, and this is interesting, I thought. Um, Bashir released a video calling it a cruel bill that treats Kentuckians in a way that do not meet our faith and values. He's pulling their religion card. Our faith and values, be wok. Exactly. I mean, look, there's a reason this guy got elected, right? Bashir said that this would cut the benefits of working people who lost their jobs through no fault of their own, highlighting that the search requirements are the same for those in rural and eastern Kentucky, where job openings are limited in urban areas with money available positions. So yeah, if you're in eastern Kentucky, you can't really ap- apply, you can maybe apply for maybe a few jobs, but maybe not five a week, every week. Yeah. Also, it's I don't know, it's like, you know, of course, it's trying to force, it's trying to, you know,
0: intentionally force any sort of recession type scenario. For you to go immediately into the uh, what job is available. Right. Which is, you know, like the, so the worst. The jobs with always vacancies in them. Exactly.
1: Um, he says, our, our, this is an interesting quote. Our benefits aren't overly generous. They are right in line with the rest of the nation. Yes. But, but well, this that's is, certainly true. <laughs> <laughs> but this is callous. It'll show the world, sadly, that we as a state care less about those that have followed on hard times in other states. Yeah. Um, And so that's the jobless benefits bill. He also vetoed the COVID state of emergency bill, which would have immediately ended the COVID state of emergency, Um, (laughs) which to to which I say, you just wait one more month. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so goofy. It's like, I mean, they're so impatient. I know. um, Yeah. No actual pandemic restrictions have been in place uh, since last September. When legislators in a special session stripped those powers, but the thing here's here's why they're doing it, um, why the the general assembly is doing it is that re- removing the state of emergency would trigger a loss of 50 million dollars a month in federal food stamp benefits. Christ. Yeah. Um, in a video message, Bashir said the measure meant over half a million Kentuckians, seniors, children, uh, and others could go hungry on any given day. Um, he also described it as a callous act. Although the legislature has not moved to override the veto because, and get this, it, it's going to end on April 14th, whether they do anything or not. Yeah. And that's, that's literally next month.
0: Yeah. Oh, here's a big, uh, here's picture. a big one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Me and Aaron both instantly pointed. Like, yeah. it Like for um, like, something.
1: So I, I, I don't really see the point of the COVID bill. Um, but hey, she's being mean. They, yeah, they vetoed it. So, um like more KY legislature
0: insane. Does it feel bad, Aaron, that your side of the podcast is almost exclusively dedicated to just bad news, like about like the state legislature? Uh, I Does mean, it bring you down any?
1: Sometimes. Okay. Actually, a lot of the time. All right, yeah. I mean, cause, okay, because let's break a little bit, right? All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk we're, free. We're uh, right at the lakeside. We're, I mean, look, okay, there's so many things we could talk about. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about what these guys in a room are doing. I mean, these guys in the room have a lot of power. These guys over in us. a room have a lot of power over our lives. That is kind of the gimmick of this podcast. And like, I don't know, man, it's, it's kind of depressing, right? Yeah. Because there's, just, there's these guys and you, you can't really do anything. Yeah, okay, you can vote them out or whatever, but not in Kentucky. Aaron's
0: at the Capitol, let me say this, pretty frequently.
1: I'm at the Capitol pretty frequently. These guys, let me tell you, are all insane. In their own in their own weird ways, um, and I don't know. It's 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 bleak. Let me tell you, it's it's, it's bleak. It's grim in, here. As far, as far as electoralism goes, um, and I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's like mutual aid and and, and stuff. I don't like know. I, think, I this think podcast, which we're, you know, we're, I, yeah. Podcasting. Obviously that's praxis. That's praxis. Um, mutual um, aid,
0: especially in, let me say this, the form of mutual aid that is very popular in America today is like, I'm, I'm deeply skeptical of it. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, and look no further, of course, than, uh, you know, not to break, real bad and talk about (laughs) Ukraine again on this Kentucky podcast. Uh, Well, we're going to great. Well, the amount of people that are always like, that are like, that that are like, how
1: can I donate
0: money to Ukraine?
1: The Ukrainian state. Like,
0: what are you on? I mean, this is the total failure of, of mutual aid politics in the United States.
1: But Um, I mean, like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of bleak. Like, what can you really do as an individual? And the answer is not much except just kind of watch, watch everything go to hell and burn. Uh, Join a union. Join a union call call your legislators bill, if they're not insane. Bill dual power. Yeah. Plot attempts. Um, I'm kidding on that one. And and with that we're going to talk about redistricting. Great. <laughs> great. Because Bashir Bashir uh, vetoed that bill. And this is House Bill 2 and House Bill 3 or Senate Bill 3, um, House Bill 2 redistricts the House chamber maps, while Senate Bill 3 alters the boundaries of the House seats. Great. Um, Bashir said that both of them are unconstitutional political, gerrymandering that deprived communities of representation. Um, and uh, right now, so they tried to sue for to, to get an injunction on these, mm-hmm. and the, a Franklin Circuit judge denied the motion for a temporary injunction to block but the maps from going to effect. Um, Although he's allowing the lawsuit to proceed, the next case is scheduled in April. So when are the primaries? Who knows? Yeah,
0: that's actually really. <laughs> that's because the primaries are very soon.
1: I'm driving up here, you know. Tons of getting to Lancaster. There's a million freaking voting signs. I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's almost election season. Uh huh. And it's um, always
0: for it's for like judge, executive, judge,
1: executive, all of those. Um... But, uh, yeah, who knows? We might have some new districts, um, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of things, whether you like it or not, the House Bill 102. Uh, there is, it's a, it's a new one that got, that got put in by State Representative Daniel Pfister from Versailles, who uh, also represents part of Fayette County. Great. Um, it would require the Board of Education of each local school district to establish a policy and develop procedures for a moment of silence or reflection in the <laughs> yeah. first in the first class of each day in sc- in all public schools. So, As someone that went to Catholic school, this is
0: only natural to me. So, Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> um, so now you have to, I mean, okay, this is interesting. The legislation was approved by the House Education Committee with a 16 to 4 bill Is in, headed now to the full House of Representatives. Um, under the bill, the moment of silence or reflection should last, <laughs> this is insane wording, should last of at least one minute, but to not exceed two minutes.
0: This is so sad. What if I want, now that's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> i let me say this if someone was like we need a 20 minute moment chill out in the morning great that would be awesome
1: actually not um,
0: 2 minutes you, you go for you go for 2 minutes and 1 seconds and a SWAT, the department of education swat team comes in
1: the policy must ensure that all students remain seated and silent without distracting anyone so that all may exercise their individual choice meditate pray or engage in other silent activity which does not interfere with the individual choice you know if i was doing this i'd just do sudoku
0: that's good yeah
1: or like do the wordle
0: yeah do the wordle you do the wordle <laughs> i do the
1: wordle great um Here here to hear first folks i got you know a lot of people they do the wordle that's that's cool uh-huh i think there's another cool one that people like is uh, that i think people would like it's called the letter bo- letterbox which is not the movie review service <laughs> it's letter just letterbox it's a fun one you look it up um, okay uh, the bill prohibits staff from providing instruction to any student regarding the nature of any reflection that a student may engage in during the moment of silence. The ACLU of Kentucky has no serious concerns with this bill because it does not mandate school prayer. All students have the right to express their faith or lack thereof, and no student should ever be forced to participate in faith-based activities they do not wish to participate in yeah and I, I, I don't know I guess that's just, fine It's I kind just, of a, just
0: kind of a goofy bill. I was reading this and I was like and I was like, well, I hope there's not any uh I guess he was maybe trying to make like a culture war kind of thing.
1: I don't know. I, I don't just do Sudoku or read or something.
0: Yeah. Well, students of the public minutes, schools so. enjoy your minute, but not two minutes.
1: Well, not two. More, t- le- no more than two minutes.
0: Yes, at least
1: one, no more than two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Speaking. Speaking of um. Bills. Okay, all right. it's a common thing we
0: do on this podcast.
1: Senator Chris McDaniel, you know him do he, I? Yeah, Uh-oh. not personally, but you know you've heard of him he, <laughs> All right he is, he's proposing a bill to set up 50 million dollars in a fund to help settle help resettle refugees fleeing from Ukraine as well as other conflicts Damn. in Kentucky and lawmakers gave his play the first green light on Wednesday. Uh, that would be roughly the equivalent in three weeks of 450,000 new people entering the borders of the Commonwealth with so nothing but the clothes on their backs, said, uh, said McDaniels from Highland Heights, who called the war a humanitarian catastrophe. McDaniels' proposal, Senate Bill 195, would set up a fund that appropriates $10,000 per family of up to 5,000 families displaced by international conflict, including the war in Ukraine. Great.
0: Mass mass Ukrainian immigration to, to Kentucky.
1: Those families would be relocated relocated to Kentucky and the legislation will also establish a scholarship for the family's children and would devote five million per year to the two fiscal years towards administering the program.
0: I'm just imagining this people of the State House just salivating at the idea of white immigrants. <laughs> They're like, Yes, just like the olden times. <laughs> just make
1: sure they're not irish yeah well I mean, basically black <laughs> or italian yeah. um
0: also basically black if, if before the world war 2 i mean i don't know.
1: uh i mean there's slavic people coming over
0: right which is also not super high at the chain i guess if you're a real fascist but uh i don't know i guess the uh, i guess the we have a more enlightened state legislature
1: <laughs> so hey, let stupid. me let me tell you this okay, All right, I, did, okay. I, I didn't put this in the uh in the in the in the notes we're going off script here folks but um they did, they are talking about some insane bullshit um, about how uh, they're, they're respecting their countrymen's fight to, to self-determination, just like our forefathers did with the Revolutionary War. And I'm like, so holy stupid. fucking shit.
0: We're helping Ukraine in their bourgeois revolution.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, and I don't know. Not that, not that it's a bourgeois revolution.
0: No, it's, there's no revolution going it's, on. It's, it's it's,
1: just, we need it, London too.
0: Lenin two is the only. Um, if we didn't, if we didn't play that
1: joke in the last episode, exactly. Oh, did we? Yeah, I guess we did that. I don't um, know. McDaniel indicated repeating. he's open to. Hey, we've been repeating this whole episode. Stop it! Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's indicated uh, he's open to making adjustments to the bill, uh, which will need full approval from the Senate and the House to become law. I mean, like, duh. Yeah, all right. Great. I don't know why they put that in there. Uh this is an AP release, so. Ah. Um and other news from other AP releases. Uh marijuana uh you may have heard of this 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 uh plant. It's It's called. like
0: THC but crazier. No, it's sorry. like God, what's like the It's like CBD but crazier. Yeah, CBD but like crazy. Um, you guys it, love CBD. You know, in Kentucky. wacky
1: cevaki, the devil's lettuce. All right, okay, we can. Um, this is ma- played. Medical marijuana. All right. Um has passed we to call it. Has passed the Kentucky House For for being legalized, Um, and all the time, all the time they mention the House of Representatives. They're always like, "Clear, the Republican-dominated House, uh, House of Representatives." Well, it is. I mean, it is. But they don't have to rub it in. I know. I'm like, I'm like, what is it? (laughs) The years-long debate now shifts to the GOP-led Senate. Okay. On whether, the, or whether Kentucky should join the majority of states on allowing medical marijuana. I guess it's, I'm
0: assuming, AP releases are probably for, like, national, like, you know, maybe they I don't guess so. yeah, I, I guess don't so, yeah. In they, you know, case I have you to, don't know. You know, unless, but I mean, if you're, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you are so deeply tapped into Lexington politics that exactly. so you just know.
1: Um, we have here, and this is some really good paper ASMR.
0: Yeah, I thought you were about to come with me on my paper.
1: Oh, uh, no, wait, what?
0: I thought you were just saying it was some good paper, and I was like, "Thank, thank you."
1: Oh, I mean, it's, it's good paper. I yeah, do like It's it. Recycled. We have now. we What are we on time? I can't tell. Just keep going. All right.
0: I, <laughs> I literally can't see the display. Why do you think I didn't know what you were recording?
1: <laughs> we okay. So this is a little. This is a little lame reading series for everyone. Okay. Um. This is a. This is an op-ed from the Courier Journal. And should I have credited the author? Yes. Yeah, Did I? Yeah. No. Uh, you can look it up, folks. Yeah, you can look it up. This um, is on us. This is what I call bridge op ed. I didn't even put the title in here. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just the text. Uh, but it's about it's about something that's near and dear to all of our hearts. I don't know if you.
0: I, I know you. I think we've invented it here on the podcast. the 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 concept of a shucked audiobook.
1: A shucked audiobook.
0: You know, like book shucking, where you um. You rip the you rip the cover off. To, <laughs> shucked off <up> that. <laughs> yeah, you've shucked the you've shucked it, uh, something in an audio format, which I find exactly. quite funny. We um, just got the text block, nothing else.
1: Well, this is this is about a bridge that we we love. Uh, it's near and dear to our hearts. Oh really? It's, it's about the Brent's fence. Oh yes. Um, in the current oh Journal. yes. And Louisville is not happy about the new bridge that they're getting that, that Northern Kentucky is getting because it doesn't have tolls, and they're a little, they're a little jealous Fuck. about the
0: tolls. Fuck the tolls, man. Um, the the I, good Louisville's like, oh, I'm so upset. There's tolls on this bridge. Whatever. Everyone takes Highway 31 anyways. Fuck you and your stupid toll service.
1: The Kentucky. Okay, no, that was that was uh, that was marijuana. Hold on. Oh, sir. Well, you. Just, in, in his more than 11 years as Louisville's mayor, Greg Fisher said he's dealt with plenty of issues that didn't have a straightforward answer. Oh my god. But this one, he argues, should be easy to understand
0: everyone remember Greg Fisher's like dog shit op-ed that he wrote during black like like the BLM protests (laughs) in 2020 that like Mira Linda Gordon's like he's right this
1: one this one should be easy to understand why is federal money being used to build a new bridge in northern Kentucky while Louisville's new Ohio River bridges continue to be funded with local tolls I think quote I think it's a great it's great that they're going to be able to get a new bridge up there and fix that bottleneck. But it raises an issue of equity, Fisher said Wednesday <gasps> in an interview. Why should we in our area be penalized so for believing good. for for believing enough to invest in ourselves? See, that's the thing. <laughs> that is the secret. If you want to get federal funding, your
0: bridge needs to be like weeks from collapsing. You need to play <laughs> a you... game of chicken with the depart with the federal Department of Transit if you if you want to get anything.
1: That's uh, why. And- that's why Fisher has called on Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb and Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir and both state legislatures to show Louisville the same consideration and direct infrastructure funds the city's way. So far, no, no, <laughs> no one seems to be jumping at Fisher's idea.
0: Fuck that guy! What it must be hey, so embarrassing.
1: Fisher Fisher did it. He met with he met with both houses and both governors. Yes, look where I caught him. Uh, Governor Bashir in a Thursday press conference said he was unsure whether the federal funds <laughs> could be put towards easing the tolls on on Louisville's bridges. God this fucking page turn. I know is, it's really rough. This is the worst. This, this is, is why like we have mic stands normally. This is why we recorded a uh, yeah. in a a, a, a climate controlled room. Exactly. Um and indicated there could be better uses for the money if it were to be spent in the city. Quote, we're going to have to look at whether what Mayor Fisher is suggesting is even allowed under the Federal Infrastructure Act, Fisher said. It's certainly aimed at new projects and improvements, but that doesn't mean something like this won't be possible. Governor Holcomb's office declined to comment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this is this is just uh, this is Greg Fisher getting cucked. Yeah. By, by all, of the, by all of the legislature, He's, he thought he was really doing something, folks. Last week's joint announcement between Bashir and Governor Mike DeWine uh, said they plan to seek two billion in federal grants for a new untold bridge between Cincinnati and Covington, uh, and it was celebrated by many. The French Fence Bridge was declared functionally obsolete in the 1990s, and a fire in November 2020 shut the bridge down uh, for several weeks. Yeah. Illustrated the need and illustrated the need for a companion bridge, which we talked about. Episode one of this podcast. Brent fucking Spence. Brent Spence. um, Fisher was among those celebrating the announcement. He said, uh, the Northern Kentucky Bridge, quote, has been a real problem up there for a long time. Uh, for a long period of time, decades and decades, the mayor said in a Tuesday video statement on Twitter, and the new fund should help clear persistent traffic issues along I-75. The potential development, though, and the benefits for Covington and Cincinnati commuters that will come with it, is a stark contrast to Louisville's Ohio River Bridges project. The new downtown and East End Bridge and redesigned Interstate 65 bridge were built without federal funds and are being paid for in part by tolls on several bridges connecting Louisville to southern Indiana. Well, should have should have st- stuck to the ferries. Is all I'm saying. If you're so worried about it, the tolls collected by the tolling system RiverLink aren't cheap. Currently, smaller cars without a RiverLink account are charged four dollars and forty-two cents to cross the Ohio River. Yeah, with, no with bigger with bigger vehicles, charge seven dollars and seventy-three cents, mm-hmm. and larger eighteen-wheel trucks charge thirteen twenty-six to cross. Yeah, well, they should be paid. If you're, if you're an 18-wheeler, you should be paying for every mile of road for you every on because, For every road you
0: use. Yeah, I mean, you um, are destroying it.
1: And maybe electric cars. That could be big because they're so heavy.
0: One, they're so heavy, and two, they they're I mean, they do a lot more braking everywhere. Yeah. So, you know what? Yeah. I think, yeah, if you want to continue in, in our utopia, if you want to keep driving your car, you can. You just got to pay it, babe.
1: Exactly. Um the, those rates are lower for vehicles with transponders and prepaid accounts with smaller cars charged 221 mid-sized vehicles 553 and large trucks 1104
0: yeah it is i will say in the current automobile centric world we live in it is goofy that you have to pay to go over this bridge it's like every other inch of federal road i drive on is just free
1: those is rates, very funny to me. <laughs> the rates annually, uh, the rates rise annually, and are set to increase again in July. And the coming, ri- the coming price bump could be higher because of inflation. Oh, no, the infl- inflation. Oh,
0: I love it when governors or governments are like, oh, no, guys, it's the inflation. Whether or not it's true or not, it's just funny. They're like, oh, no, it might have to be higher. Oh, no.
1: Fisher wants to see the federal government provide some relief for local drivers, the same way it's doing for northern Kentucky commuters. The Ohio River Bridges Project had a massive price tag of $2.3 billion, Fisher noted. These tolls have hampered local businesses on both sides of the river, he said, oh. as well as citizens of both states. How about they just move to Kentucky? you know what i mean
0: like look louisville's on our side you don't need to go why would you want to go to southern indiana
1: which what's it called what's the what's the um area called that's like really dumb don't they have like a name for that metro area it's like oh
0: kentuckiana kentuckiana which is so just just it's so embarrassing man
1: god um Mayor Mayor Fisher says, uh, "Quote: When you have such an obvious contrast to how we approach the project of building our bridges down here versus the Northern Kentucky aspect, it just sends a real mixed message as to what citizens should do relative to paying for infrastructure. God damn it. And are the same principles applied equally in all parts of the state? So he's, he's asking that, I, I suppose. Yeah. Um, to which I, I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should consider." Having I-75 as a bridge? I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, guys, check out this. Yeah. In a statement Wednesday... Not the even Kentucky, a wave. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet said it would evaluate with the U.S. Department of Transportation how infrastructure funds could be used in the coming months. Quote, Louisville is expected to get significant funding from bipartisan infrastructure law uh, for investments in electric vehicle and charging stations... Ugh public transit and high-speed hey. internet access, nah. water and sewer upgrades, and airports. Transportation cabinet spokesman Dude Chuck Woolf wrote, quote, we are looking to forward to determining all possible uses for federal dollars, but have been advised that they will come with certain restrictions. Fisher isn't the only area mayor asking for a change. Oh. Across the river in Jeffersonville. Mayor Mike Moore said the new bridges have been a very powerful economic tool for the region. It makes sense, he said, to build, them on, to build on that success by pulling down the barriers that discourage citizens from using them. He says, if you're spending tax dollars, you want to be able to say you've got something to show for it. Moore told the Courier-Journal. We, well, we've proven we do. And I would say if your logic makes sense to do it in another place, why aren't you using the same logic right here? Moore said he had a couple of preliminary conversations with other state officials about whether the federal funds could be put towards the Jeffersonville area bridges. Uh, staff for Representative John Yarmouth, meanwhile, who represents Louisville in Congress, said he'd support moves that would ease travel across the bridges. Quote, Congressman Yarmouth fully supports efforts to reduce costs for Louisville's commuters and looks forward to hearing more about Mayor Fisher's proposal. Of course he, of course he supports it. Why would he support increasing it? Yeah, why would you? Sure, gab yeah, I'm for it. Um, but the tolls have been a heavy burden for trucking companies as well as commuters in Louisville and Southern Indiana. Um, and drivers in the region deserve the same relief that those in Cincinnati will soon see. Well, it's not really a relief because we never had a toll bridge in Cincinnati to begin with. Yeah. Um, Fisher says I think there is going to be a great discussion around this, but it will benefit everyone to hear different points of view. But in the end, I hope we will receive the same kind of benefit that those folks in Northern Kentucky receive. Looks like someone's a little jealous.
0: Louisville's jealous that they don't have I75 levels of uh U- of US commerce traffic going through <laughs>
1: it. Uh yeah, I65. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Eh, you really want to go between Louisville and Indiana? Yeah, eh. eh. you can go to Chicago that way or This is true. You can take the US highway. It's easier. And three. I
0: I had to take the US I once um uh fucked up my car tire in Indianapolis mm-hmm. and um uh, in fear of it uh I, I put a dummy tire on it and it was like do not exceed fifty miles an hour or whatever so I drove from Indianapolis to Lexington, Kentucky um, all on the back highway system Wow it was quite quite scenic it took forever <laughs> It took me I should you know not
1: ten hours to go from <laughs> Chicago to to Lexington that is not that is that is almost double what it should be. That is that is crazy. I mean, yeah, I just took the bridge. Um, yeah. And you just go downtown. It's easy. No, no toll, no must, no fuss. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and with that. It's happened again. You've wasted another perfectly, I think it's an hour. Oh, we, we can't was- tell. Just... We've wasted another per- you know, perfectly you know. good hour. Come on, don't... Listening to Lame. Um, our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our uh, stickers and buttons are designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com. You can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. And you can visit our website, LamePod.Neocities.org. Yeah, I'll baby. plug that in there. Um, and, and, even though, and even though Greg Fisher whines about not having a socialist podcast in his city every time he hears us say it, this is lame. Great. We did it. Now to just enjoy
0: <laughs> life at the lake. The work is done and now we now we relax. It's great. Anyway, whatever.